Hi guys, welcome to Beauty in the Berg, talking all things skincare, beauty, and science with me, your host, Olivia, owner and esthetician at the Body Lab here in our beautiful St. Pete. How are you guys doing? It's been a hot minute since I've been on the mic. Honestly, I missed it so much, Um, but things have been crazy here. And if you're one of my local clients or someone who follows me on Instagram, then you have seen how we are booming. We are a full head to toe facility. We've got it all now, you guys. It has been such a dream come true getting to watch my business and my brand grow. And now that things are finally kind of evening out, we're not having any more parties or getting facilities set up. We are just relaxing and seeing our clients now. So now I get to hop back on and talk about God knows what with you guys. Um, No, but really we have a cool episode for today. We are going to talk about stigmas, things that surround skincare that really irk me. Um, everything from like labels to celebrities to social media, we can hop right into it. So I want to start off by saying, um, shout out to Kim Kardashian. She clearly has raised the bar in the aesthetic industry, bringing her new line, uh, to the public. What would we do without Kardashian skincare? I mean, look at Kylie. She is clearly changing lives and Kim stepped it up a notch by bringing on an esthetician in California who apparently is the spokesperson for all estheticians everywhere because I guess this lady is approving of Kim K's uh, line and that automatically makes it amazing. Um, Which kind of brings me to my next stigma, which is whenever labels put on their like esthetician approved or dermatology approved, that doesn't mean every esthetician in the country or every dermatologist in the world approves and uses that product. It just means a selected panel of estheticians or dermatologists. It could be one, five, four, it could be hundreds, or like I said, it could just be one esthetician or dermatologist that they were like, hey, try out this product. They're like, okay, I did. They're like, would you recommend it? And they're like, yeah. Okay, now it's dermatology approved. I could put on there like boyfriend approved if I gave it to my boyfriend was like would you use this and he's like yeah cool it's approved Kim Kardashian literally even said in an interview recently that there are nine steps to her skincare program but she herself does not even use them every day she put that in an interview and honestly I'm not a marketing professional, but I feel like that's bad marketing. You don't even use your own products consistently every day. How are you going to sit here and say that they work fabulous? How are you going to sit here and say that those those products are what clearly gave you the results you have because you don't even use them every day? P- please explain that to me. And then she even said that she doesn't get any filler injectables. She only gets a smidge of Botox. Whether that's true or not, in all true honesty, I'm really tired of the stigma surrounding injectables. Like, who cares? Just because we get an injection, whether it's Botox, dermal fillers, PDO threads, nothing about that injection makes you a fake person or makes you quote-unquote plastic. I hate when people use the term plastic to describe somebody who's had some work done. First of all, injecting plastic would kill you. So let's start there. Um, Nothing about any injection that you're receiving has plastic particles in it. In fact, actually, 
old tattooing from like the early 2000s and previous to that had plastic in it. And actually, tattoo ink is not even FDA approved. Meanwhile, injectables like Botox and dermal fillers are FDA approved for the treatment of fine lines and adding filler to the face under the surface. Um, I really hate that celebrities have created this fake persona. Well, society really has, honestly. I mean, society is the reason we all do what we're told. We want to follow the lines of what we all seem to deem politically correct or socially acceptable. But we have created this stigma around aesthetics in general. Even facials are considered fake. Like, People back in the day used to not get facial treatments because it was considered vanity. When in reality, it is a form of healthcare. I mean, we're taking care of ourselves. And if in the meantime, there's something we wish to alter about our appearance, I don't think that's such a bad thing to go after and just immediately hound that person and call them fake and say that the procedure they're getting is plastic. Uh, it's, it's terrible. But I mean... <laughs> I get, I have tattoos, Botox, and filler, so I'm just a triple threat, y'all. I really am just plastic, I guess, but I'm not, and you wouldn't even look at me and be like, oh my god, she's had work done. There are natural approaches to filler, just like there are dramatic approaches as well, and both are fine and acceptable, and whoever and whatever person wants to do that, it does not matter. So it bothers me that Kim Kardashian went on in this interview to say that she hasn't had any of that done. That is bold-faced lie. I mean, you can see the photos of her from back in the day. Like, even, like, photos, like, months apart, there's clearly been work done. And her face literally does not move when she talks. So, please explain that to me. But, yeah, she says she had a little Botox. Never filler. But she literally said in an alternate interview that if someone told her she had to eat poop in order to stay young forever, that she would try it. And that, to me, was just screaming Snow White, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? That's, like, (laughs) literally something that would happen in a Disney fairy tale. But also, please don't tell the public that you would eat poop if you needed to and then go out and make a skincare line. That, mind you, is all these, like, dark shades of neutral. Um, It's screaming poop vibes, guys. Hashtag poop vibes. I'm not about it. So I won't be trying her skincare line. (laughs) It's concerning. It's not for me. And then we have, you know, the whole J-Lo saga that went on. She also said she's never had Botox ever. Again, as if it's like the devil. As if it's like suddenly discredits you as a talented person because you get Botox. Who cares also? So she goes on to say that olive oil is what she applies to her face directly to keep her young. And if that were the case, good for you, that's cool. Don't come out with a skincare line. Come out with an olive oil line. I mean, screw your skincare. If olive oil is what kept you young for true, then I want the olive oil. I don't want your stupid creams and serums that don't do shit because you don't even know what's in them and you're not even using them. And then this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part, you guys. Every single celebrity knows that all of us are like, you don't even use your own products. So they go on TikTok and make these pathetic video attempts of them using their products. And the comments on TikTok and stuff are fucking priceless. People just like rip them apart. Like she's not even using her own products correctly. That's not the order they're supposed to be in. Who applies them like that? 
oh my god i remember there was a video of gwyneth paltrow applying some of her sunscreen from her goop line which <laughs> i can't even get into that the goop it slays me um she literally took some sunscreen applied it to like the bridge of her nose and tapped the under eye area and called it a day um what about the rest of your face what about the rest of your skin like what is happening and she literally was like and that's all you need to do guys i'm sorry but we're trying to prevent cancer here everywhere not just on the bridge of your nose and under your eyes like i was slayed that she really thought that 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 was an informative video to her but yeah so we've got celebrities out there Haley bieber selena gomez uh who else millie bobby brown Pretty much anyone you can think of right now is coming out with a skincare line. I feel like Kelly Clarkson has a line. I don't... Oh, wait, no. She's doing the Wayfair shit. <laughs> That's a whole nother scandal right there. If you haven't looked into the Wayfair conspiracy, please do. Because I didn't believe it until I went on there the other day. And I was specifically searching for um, this lamp that is sold by another brand. And this lamp literally retails for $120. And it was on Wayfair for $19,000. <laughs> If you don't know what the conspiracy is, please go look it up. It's insane. And it might be true. I might have stumbled upon it. Anyways, celebrities and skincare. So another thing that has been really popular lately is adding these labels to products that suddenly credits the product and like justifies why this product should be chosen by you. And part of that is like uh, commercials I've seen lately that say dermatology tested. Um cool and just because something has been tested doesn't mean it's recommended and I feel like just because people see the word dermatologist it's just like automatically assumed that it's medically acceptable even though they don't even go into depth about like why something was the way that it was formulated or created but for instance this one cream I saw I don't remember what it was for on a commercial and it just said dermatology tested and like that was it and I was waiting for them to be like dermatology tested and recommended but it just said dermatology tested okay cool I can put on there German Shepherd tested would that and <laughs> if I told my clients you should try this retinol because it's German Shepherd tested First of all, they would slap me because that's animal cruelty. But second of all, they'd be like, and, and what? Who is this German Shepherd and why are they, why are they deciding whether or not this is good? And also just because they tested it doesn't mean it was, it was good. So that's kind of my point blank there. I don't quite always understand some of these labels. Another one is like when it says dermatology recommended. Okay, cool. That's, that's a little bit better than dermatologist tested. I mean, they got past the testing point. Now somebody's recommending it. But it doesn't mean that every dermatologist on the face of this earth or even in the tri-state area recommends that product. It means a paid panel of dermatologists, whether it's one dermy or three dermies, someone recommended it and now they're putting that on the bottle. I mean, I literally could create a product tomorrow and put like Olivia approved and people would be like, oh, okay, cool. That's Olivia approved. But if you don't know who I am, then you're going to be like, well, who the fuck is that bitch? <laughs> Why does she approve it? Who cares? That's kind of where I'm at with this Kim K esthetician situation. She has this lady out in LA that is 
I guess, approving of her skincare line. And everyone's like, oh my God, it's esthetician approved. Okay, well, I don't even know who she is. And she definitely doesn't speak for me or the other of thousands of estheticians out there that have their own opinions of everything going on. So I kind of found that a little odd that that was her marketing route. I mean, I'm sure the marketing team was like, yeah, we'll get this lady to approve it and then it'll sell. And I'm sure Kylie's all pissed off that she didn't find some random esthetician. Honestly, if Kylie Skin wants to call me right now, I will still decline it. Guys, <laughs> it's honestly crap skincare. You couldn't pay me to back that stuff up. There's no science or technology in the formula. And then not to mention, I saw the prices Kim K had the nerve of listing for her products. I mean, these prices are rivaling like medical grade prices. It's ridiculous. This crap is being sold at Ulta and it's a scam. It's honestly awful. And I just cannot believe she had the nerve to charge like over $500 for the nine step program that she doesn't even use herself on a daily basis. And you guys, the reason why medical grade formula is so much more expensive is because there's actual testing and clinical trials that goes into it. And there's not a paid panel of candidates that are, you know, being told to use this cream and love it because we're paying you. There are actual placebo trials, controlled environment experiments. There are true science techniques going into these formulas and these trials. And that is how we know these results work. Not to mention, FDA clearance don't mean shit in this country. I can tell you guys that right now. Everybody's like, oh man, this is FDA cleared. Okay, cool. A lot of things are FDA cleared. A lot of things aren't FDA cleared and still legal. Like tattooing, again, is not an FDA approved procedure, but we still do it. Everybody's still doing it. I don't even know if like body piercings are FDA approved. And like how are body piercers allowed to do that without any kind of training or like licensing check or health ins- like honestly it's concerning <laughs> it's concerning you guys but here we are with holes in our bodies and ink on our skin and we're doing just fine so now digging into this fda clearance or approval situation um the fda in our country honestly is shit it's alarming what is approved or like what's alarming is the lenience on the laws and what people can get away with like for instance have you ever seen i'm sure you guys have seen it i think it's maybelline maybe somebody has like a product that is like the pore eraser that is not a true fact it cannot erase your pores your pores are a physical part of your skin the anatomy of your skin depends on pores. You need pores to breathe. If you didn't have pores, your body would suffocate and die. So it blows my mind that beauty products are allowed to get away with that. And people out there really do buy that thinking that they're going to get those results. I have so many clients that say that to me. They're like, I just want to get rid of these pores. Well, that's physically impossible. Unless I were to skin your face like Michael Myers, here comes Halloween, y'all, then there is no such thing as getting rid of your pores. And also, can we all just normalize that we have pores? I... I love a good Instagram filter, just like I'm sure we all do, but there's nothing more annoying than when people truly take that to heart and think that they're going to look like this Instagram filter. It's a filter, y'all. It cannot be like real. We can't do that. But anyways, I have here um, the direct quote from the FDA.gov website, actually. So the FDA defines cosmetics by their intended use as articles intended to be rubbed poured, sprinkled, or sprayed on 
introduced into or otherwise applied to the human body for cleansing, beautifying, promoting attractiveness, or altering the appearance. So that literally includes skincare products, FYI. Skincare products are considered cosmetic products. So there is no true like separation between skincare and cosmetic. So they classify everything from like top grade retinols besides prescription because prescription is considered a drug. So that's different. But everything from like high-end top grade retinols is in the same classification as like e.l.f. products, e.l.f. beauty products, which is alarming because those are wildly different, obviously. But there is no kind of reference to that, no real regulation on what separates the two. And actually, this quote from literally FDA.gov website is probably the most alarming. It says... Companies and individuals who manufacture or market cosmetics have a legal responsibility to ensure the safety of their products. Neither the law nor FDA regulations require specific tests to demonstrate the safety of individual products or ingredients. The law also does not require cosmetic companies to share their safety information with the FDA. That is real and alarming because they're basically saying well technically you're legally obligated to make sure it's safe and it does have to follow these guidelines but you don't have to prove it to us you just have to do it out of good conscience oh okay cool i'm gonna trust everything now (laughs) like oh that's good it's all on good conscience i feel better now that is a big big deal guys and the reason why medical grade product care in the skincare world is more expensive is because they have chosen to truly make sure that their products are giving you real results with clinical and ethical trials that did happen and that do cost money and i can promise you elf beauty products or what's what's one of those other ones that i love um wet and wild (laughs) first of all why is it called wet and wild who came up with that name when did that brand come out i gotta find out i think it was like the 80s or something anyways wet and wild there there's no regulations on it that's why they can put things like pore eraser on there even though they're technically not supposed to there's no one regulating it the fda isn't going to wet and wild's website like okay you can't put that on the bottle that's rude it's not true Nobody's regulating it, you guys. So that's the alarming part. The stigma that surrounds skincare truly does throw me off because I understand people are on a budget 100%, but you are better off not putting some of those products on your face for risk of damage or wasting your money, to be honest, when you could just be saving up for something that actually works and has proven clinical trials that were not required by the government, but they did out of the goodness of their brand to prove that their product works, to prove that there are results behind their formulas and the technology and the chemistry. But, you know, hey, (laughs) Elf Beauty, if you want to use Elf Beauty, go for it. I can promise you, though, your pores are not being erased. They are still there. Your skin is still breathing. Um, But, yeah, you know, that's all we have time for today, guys. Stigma surrounding skincare. It's driving me crazy out there. Celebrities, please stay in your lane. Please stick to fashion. Um, Even that sometimes is questionable. Uh, Dancing, singing, whatever, acting. 
porn, I guess, if that's what you're about, but like leave our industry, the aesthetic industry alone, because I'm so sick and tired of you guys making it sound like our industry is either fake or, you know, something we do in this industry, such as injectables, is just considered wrong and plastic. Anyways, guys, I will see you next time on next week's episode. We're going to be talking about acne and all things acne, what I've tried, the journey that I've been on, what I've dealt with. Uh, Till then, I will see my clients in the treatment room, and I will see you guys on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the good things. Peace out.